In Dante's Purgatorio, the second part of his Divine Comedy, the poet is guided up the seven terraces of Mount Purgatory to witness the suffering of mortals who succumbed to one of the seven deadly sins. As he ascends the mountain, Dante witnesses the purging of pride, then envy, then wrath, then sloth. On the fifth terrace, Dante encounters penitents bound face down on the ground, weeping for their sins. They cry out, prostrate, praying for transcendence from their earthly transgressions. Their sin? Covetousness. And among the covetous are the greedy. Greed is a sin that has plagued humankind for at least as long as there have been humans. The desire to accumulate more and more frequently to the deprivation of others flies in the face of community. Although seen by many as a necessary foundation of progress, greed has the unfortunate habit of feeding nothing but itself. Greed is love, taken to the furthest extreme. It is desire for its own sake. And when unfettered, greed can cancel out that greatest of human virtues, generosity. And yet, in the young, greed can be seen as whimsical. We enjoy witnessing a child's excitement at receiving new toys. We recall with fondness gazing in a store window, longing for that new video game, that new doll, that new treasure. A child's desires are so intoxicating that whole celebrations have been twisted to conform to them. Religious observances take on capitalistic overtones and sometimes icons that have for centuries represented giving become avatars for avarice. I'm Phil Gonzalez and this is Deep in Bear Country. Welcome back to Deep in Bear Country. I'm Phil Gonzalez, like I said, and obviously we're talking about greed. Today's book is The Berenstain Bears Meet Santa Bear from 1984, and you would be, you know, it'd be understandable if you thought this was a book about Christmas, but it's not. It's a book about sin and avarice and desire and want. So I'm going to set it up and tell you a little story. A little story about a bear we all know called Sister. She has a family, Papa, Mama, Brother. And she has a problem. See, it's Christmas time in bear country, and they went to the mall. And for some reason, going to the mall uh, makes the kids want things. And the parents are kind of surprised at this. Now, Sister Bear is five at this point. We know this because she looks back at her last year, and it encompasses a lot of the adventures we've seen since she started kindergarten. And so she's five, six. We don't really know when her birthday is. But uh, she's obviously gone through several Christmases at this point, and she's old enough to know what Christmas is all about. But... It really seems to take the bears off guard that Sister Bear wants toys for Christmas this year. Now, Mama Bear, being the currently, what's the word I'm looking for? She is slowly becoming the Mama Bear everyone makes fun of later on. She is slowly becoming the stick in the mud, the one who doesn't believe that children should want things. Uh, and Papa Bear is becoming the more there's no problem parent. Uh, I don't see any, any any reason to get upset about anything. These kids are just being kids. And what the kids are doing is getting excited about toys in windows 
in a mall at Christmas time. A sister wants a bear that can hug you, and uh, which you know she kind of has at home. It's called her family, and she wants a pink pony that she can ride and giggly goo, some kind of uh, substance that you can make into funny shapes. And strangely enough, a mobile with clown faces that I guess she wants to hang over her bed. But brother wants a robot that can stand on its head and a dinosaur molding kit. And we saw just recently that brother's love of dinosaurs was discouraged by his family. But I guess it didn't take because or maybe it's a sign that just by seeing a toy, it makes him interested in something again. I don't know, but that's what he wants. So the kids are really excited. And then wows upon wows. What do they see in the store in the mall at Christmas time? But Santa's shed where he's going to be having kids tell them what they want for christmas and we have another one of those weird moments where the kids get excited and are like can we please see santa bear and mama is like oh my gosh this is just getting out of hand they have two kids and they've had two kids for many years and they know what christmas is they know what it's about don't go to the mall at christmas time if you don't want your family to get excited about gifts i mean even if you don't celebrate christmas you're inundated with songs and decorations and toys and things to buy that's the whole point of christmas but what is happening is sister is getting greedy she is getting very greedy and so she makes a list of things she wants for santa and i'm just going to read you this list what 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 does sister want for christmas so she wants the hug bear teddy she wants the happy pink pony the clown mobile and the giggly goo she wants a red ball bubble pipe gumball machine dollhouse furniture she wants a washing machine, comb and brush set, birthstone ring, pink mittens, uh, storybooks, coloring books, crayons, paints, a paint pad, clay, a bunny puppet, froggy puppet, a teddy cart, a bike, roller skates, tiddlywinks, a puzzle. She wants everything. She wants it all. And brother's like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. You're making this list too long. Look, if Santa Bear gets this list and he thinks you're greedy, he's not going to give you what you want. So you got to shorten it down. Just a couple of things. Just take it down a little bit, okay? Look what I did. I told him that I want a robot that can stand on its head. I don't want a dinosaur molding kit. And maybe some surprises. I've been pretty good. That's it. If you want what you want, ask for less. People will give you more than you ask for. His sister's like, all right. And then he tells her that Santa's giving is contingent upon her behavior. And she freaks out because, and this is delightful, we get a few flashbacks to previous books. We get to see the Berenstain Bears and the truth. We get to see the Berenstain Bears in the messy room. We get to see the Berenstain Bears get in a fight. And sister is worried because she's been misbehaving and mama and papa bear say don't worry about how you behaved it's all about what kind of a person you are and santa bear knows you're a good person so forget about it don't worry about it he's going to bring you stuff anyway and she says well what about you guys and they go uh-uh santa bear is just for kids he's not going to bring us nothing and brother says you know that we're the ones responsible for giving presents to mom and dad so let's pool our money and see what we can get sister says okay and she rewrites her list and they go off to see santa bear because i guess it's fine now mama was weird about it but now it's fine it's kind of a given like she wants her kids to want it but she doesn't want to know they want it but we'll get to that in a minute so they wait in line and sister gets to santa bear's lap and she's a little nervous but he seems like a nice enough chap and she tells him you know that she hasn't been perfect but she's been good and could he please bring her a couple of things and he gives her a coloring book and off they go then brother pulls her aside and says now it's time to buy stuff for mom and dad so they buy their parents uh, a brush for their fur and a tea set or a box of tea and a calculator and a pincushion that'll be distributed to the parents as as they see fit and then on their way out of the mall they see a skinny bear dressed up like santa bear ringing a bell next to a pot that says please give to the needy and sister gets confused she's like wait a minute what's santa bear doing out here i thought santa bear was inside and you get the old thing about no no no, no that's one of santa bear's helpers because there's so much to do this guy just wants to remind everyone to still still give that this is a time of giving and 
the skinny Santa bear doesn't look happy to be there. He's not smiling. He's got a frown on his face. He looks tired. He's probably been there all day ringing his bell. And Sister Bear throws a few coins into the pot. And she feels good about herself. Actually, she doesn't even throw any of her money in the pot. She asks Mama for some money. And they're very proud that, you know, she's giving to the needy. Not needy bears. Mama specifically says this is money for birds and squirrels who don't have enough. So going back to last week's episode... We're seeing some kind of negative influence of the bears in the non-bear population. The non-bear population has been moving out of bear country and also has been reduced to a level of poverty that you don't see in bears. So much so that they are singled out for charity, right? Like Christmas is a time for giving to those less fortunate and the less fortunate are the non-bears in bear country. So then it's Christmas Eve night and Sister Bear has additional worries. She worries about... How all of Santa's magical powers work. How's he going to get down their chimney? And Papa Bear says, don't worry about it. Santa's magic. He's the most magical thing of all. He's the most magical part of Christmas. Forget about it. Maybe he'll come in the front door. She says, fine. She takes one look at the sky, goes to bed. And the next morning, abundance upon abundance. There's toys under the trees. There's everything they asked for and more. There are gifts labeled for brother and sister. Looks like sister got that bear. Looks like sister got a sled. Looks like sister got that giggly goo. Looks like sister got that pink pony. She got some crayons. She got a few other things. Brother bear got that dinosaur kit. He got that robot that can stand on its head. He got some markers. He got some books. And there's plenty of other gifts under there. We can't even see what they are. And then there's a couple of gifts from mama and papa. They give their gifts. The parents act delighted as parents have to do when they're giving gifts by their children. And then we all learn a lesson. What is that lesson? The lesson is that Santa Bear has the best job of all because he gets to give and that's it. Because giving is the greatest thing of all. But I want to step back because this isn't about giving. This isn't a book about giving. This is a book about greed. As I said in the beginning, this is a book about greed and the nature of greed. And what is greed? And how do we deal with greed? And why is greed so bad? Or is it bad? Yes. I mean, unfettered greed, unfettered avarice is ultimately bad. You, you, we, when you take and take and take just for the purpose of taking and taking, you're ultimately taking away from other people. Uh, there's no, there's no equal exchange. You are, that's what, that's what greed, that's why we frown upon it because you, you want for the sake of wanting, you want simply to accumulate. That's greed. Uh, <clears throat> it's a desire to have more than others as well. So there's this, there's this big, big negative implication behind it. But also Christmas is a time uh, ostensibly forgiving, but it's really a time for for building up that want, that desire. And we see that happening in Sister. She is building greed. And we don't see her in comparison to others. That will come later. In a later book, we will see jealousy. But this is this is just raw want. And what Sister learns in this book is not to not be greedy. This isn't a book where Sister learns a huge lesson about about tamping down her desires. This is a book about hiding your desires. And let's take a few seconds to notice the points where this occurs. First, Sister Bear makes a list of all the things she wants. And as long and obnoxious as that list is, it is an honest list. And what Brother says is interesting. He says, Santa won't give you anything if you present him with a list like that. He will see that you are greedy. What you have to do is only ask for a couple of things. Then Santa will appreciate the fact that you are presenting yourself as not greedy and give you more than what you asked for. So what, 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 what brother is saying is not, ask, is not want less, is not temper your greed. It is hide your greed behind the facade of humbleness, of, of not being greedy. I don't know what the, what's the opposite of greed. I don't know. Generosity. It's not generosity. Just wanting a little less than you wanted before, but 
Pretend you want less. Don't want less. Don't say, I can do without. Say, I can pretend to do without. I can pretend to want to do without. In the hopes that people will respect that and give me more. So that's one. The second is when sister worries that she's not going to get anything because she misbehaved earlier in the year. And the parents say, don't worry about that. It's not about your actions. It's about what kind of person you are deep down. Santa bear is a business bear, ultimately. This is a transaction. Uh, and the transaction is supposed to be contingent upon the things you do. It's a simple, I mean, I don't know, maybe a one-to-one exchange. Like for every bad thing you do, you will receive one less gift. Or maybe for every bad thing you've done, you will receive a few less gifts. But it's, it should be a regular exchange. Instead, what the parents are saying is that it doesn't matter how bad you behave, as long as you know deep down inside you're not a bad person. Now, this is some major justification and some major justification for greed. You are still allowed to want and receive everything you want, as long as you know deep down you're not bad. It doesn't even matter if you've hurt others, if you've yelled at others, if you've lied, if you've cheated. As long as you know that you're actually a good person, Santa Bear will know that, and he'll still bring you pretty much what you want. Again, it's a strange lesson to teach a child. What maybe they should have said is, well, because you did those few misbehaviors, maybe you're not going to be receiving as much as you would have if you had not done those behaviors. But We'll never know. The parents could still have gotten her what they wanted, but she'll always be left wondering, could I have gotten more if I'd behaved? I can see that approach working a little bit better. Uh, another point uh, that I'd like to make is the giving of the coins. This is supposed to be the like the pinnacle of sister's lessons, the pinnacle of sister's learning. And when someone it comes across is cheap and insincere. Sister sees a bear dressed as Santa Bear, learns that he is Santa Bear's helper, and gives money to that bear, not because she wants to help the needy, even though it is presented as such, but because she understands that he is essentially a spy for Santa Bear. And so she gives money, but she spent all of her money. So she actually has to borrow money from Mama Bear in order to give so that she will appear good in the eyes of Santa Bear and receive presents on Christmas morning from that Santa Bear. She is holding gifts that she's going to give to Mama that she spent with money, probably given to her by Mama, and then taking more money from Mama in order to give guarantee the receipt of gifts the following morning. The parents don't see this deception. They gaze on with approving eyes. And then the next morning, it is all justified. Their actions are rewarded with gifts upon gifts. And the final lesson is that this is a season of giving and that Santa Bear is the luckiest of all because he just gets to give. When in fact, what we've learned is that greed is fine. I wasn't going to say greed is good. That's a quote. Greed is fine. It's fine to want everything. It's fine to not temper your expectations. It's fine to desire and to use that desire to adjust your behaviors so as not to appear desireful. It is okay, sister learns, to be greedy as long as you present yourself as not being greedy. The Berenstain Bears Meet Santa Bear is an imperfect book. It does not achieve, in my opinion, what it sets out to achieve. It's cute. It's colorful. It's not one of their better looking books. Santa Bear is on the cover and he appears a little shifty. The house that Santa Bear is in in the mall is a little run down. You don't see much detail. The bears are the bears. They're nicely drawn. The color is nice. Not a beautiful book. I didn't even own it before I was required to do it for this episode. It never appealed to me. It's never a book that's appealed to me as a child. It was never a book that appealed to me as a parent. 
I don't think it's a necessary book unless you're a completist for your collection. There are better Berenstain Bear books out there. There are better Berenstain Bear Christmas books, and we've already covered a couple of them. There are far better Berenstain Bear lesson books. Because even though this one teaches an odd lesson, it doesn't go far enough. It has missteps, but they're not the fun missteps we'll get to later. It has an odd point of view, but it's not the oddest point of view. We'll be getting to those books, and we'll be getting to those books fairly soon. Lessons upon lessons. Greed. Greed in bear country. Greed in our hearts. In the purgatory, Dante eventually ascends to the top of the mountain and makes his way to paradise. Will's sister? Will's sister transcend those seven sins? She's only five. She has time. We know that there are hundreds of books in the future. So she has a long way to go. Will she reach her paradise? And when she gets there, what will be there to greet her? I hope you join me to find out. Please visit us at berenstainbearcast.wordpress.com. A few of our episodes have additional materials that we like to share, some images from the books, and when I have guests on, uh, some links to some of their work. You can also find us on iTunes. If you do, please rate and review us. We'd really appreciate that. You can find us at bstainbearcast on Twitter. You can write to me at berenstainbearcast at gmail.com. I'd love to hear what you think about the show. I'm going to keep them going. Thanks for listening. I'll see you next week. Deep in bear country. Thank you.